Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Informed Catholic. This is going to be episode 54. We're going to do the readings for the 26th Sunday of Ordinary Time. All right, let's begin with the uh, act of contrition in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words and what I have done and what I have failed to do. Through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, and all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to please pray for me and with me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison. Christe eleison, Christe eleison, Christe eleison. Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Christ have mercy, Christ have mercy, Christ have mercy. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, heavenly King, O God, almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, You take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen, amen, amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Ezekiel, chapter 18, verse 25 to 28. By turning from wickedness, a wicked person shall preserve his life. Thus says the Lord, you say the Lord's way is not fair. Hear now, house of Israel, is it my way that is unfair? Or rather, are not your ways unfair? When someone virtuous turns away from virtue to commit iniquity and dies, it is because of the iniquity he committed that he must die. But if he turns from the wickedness he has committed and does what is right and just, he shall preserve his life, since he... has turned away from all the sins that he has committed. He shall surely live. He shall not die. All right. uh, One more time. This is the book of the prophet Ezekiel, chapter 18, 25 to 28. Thus says the Lord, you say the Lord's way is not fair. Hear now. House of Israel, is it my way that is unfair? Rather, are not your ways unfair? When someone virtuous turns away from virtue to commit iniquity and dies, it is because of the iniquity he committed that he must die. But if he turns from the wickedness he has committed and does what is right and just, He shall preserve his life, since he has turned away from all the sins that he has committed. He shall surely live. 
he shall not die. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Okay, so now we go to the psalm. Psalm 25. Remember your mercies, O Lord. Remember your mercies, O Lord. Your ways, O Lord, make known to me. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me. For you are God, my Savior. Remember your mercies, O Lord. Remember that your compassion, O Lord, and your love are from of old. The sins of my youth and my my frailties remember not. In your kindness remember me because of your goodness, O Lord. Remember your mercies, O Lord. Good and upright is the Lord. Thus he shows sinners the way. He guides the humble to justice and teaches the humble his ways. Remember your mercies, O Lord. Let's do it again. Remember your mercies, O Lord. Your ways, O Lord, make known to me. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me. For you are God, my Savior. Remember your mercies, O Lord. Remember that your compassion, O Lord, and your love are from of old. The sins of my youth and my frailties remember not. In your kindness remember me because of your goodness, O Lord. Remember your mercies, O Lord. Good and upright is the Lord. Thus he shows sinners the way. He guides the humble to justice and teaches the humble his way. Remember your mercies, O Lord. Okay, this is uh, a letter from St. Paul to the Philippians, chapter 2, verse 1 to 11, or 2, 1 to 5. Have in you the same attitude that is also in Christ Jesus. Okay. Okay, so let's start. We're going to read the whole long form. Okay. Brothers, if there is any encouragement in Christ, any solace in love, any participation in the Spirit, any compassion and mercy, complete complete my joy by being of the same mind, with the same love, united in heart, thinking one thing, do nothing out of selfishness or out of vainglory, Rather, humbly regard others, or more important than yourselves, each looking out not for his own interests, but also for those of others. Have in you the same attitude that is also in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God something to be grasped. Rather, he emptied himself, taking the form of a slave." Coming in human likeness and found human in appearance, he humbled himself, becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Because of this, God greatly exalted him and bestowed on him the same which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bend, 
of those in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. To the glory of God the Father. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Okay. Alleluia, alleluia. My sheep hear my voice, says the Lord. I know them and they follow me. This is from John chapter 10, verse 27. The gospel is from according to St. Matthew chapter 21, verse 28 to 32. He changed his mind and went and went. Tax collectors and prostitutes are entering the kingdom of heaven before you. Okay. A reading from the gospel according to St. Matthew. Jesus said to the chief priests and elders of the people, What is your opinion? A man had two sons. He came to the first and said, Son, go out and work in the vineyard today. He said in reply, I will not. But after, afterwards changed his mind and went. The man came to the other son and gave the same order. He said in reply, Yes, sir, but did not go. Which of the two did his father's will? They answered, The first. Jesus said to them, Amen, I say to you, tax collectors and prostitutes are entering the kingdom of God before you. When John came to you in the way of righteousness, you did not believe him, but tax collectors and prostitutes did. Yet even when you saw that, you did not later change your mind and believed him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Let me read it one more time. Gospel according to St. Matthew, chapter 21, starting from verse 28 to 32. Jesus said to the chief priests and the elders of the people, What is your opinion? A man had two sons. He came to the first and said, Son, go out and work in the vineyard today. He said in reply, I will not, but afterwards changed his mind and went. The man came to the other son and gave the same order. He said in reply, Yes, sir, but did not go. Which of the two did his father's will? They answered, The first. Jesus said to them, Amen, I say to you, tax collectors and prostitutes are entering the kingdom of God before you. When John, John the Baptist, came to you in the way of righteousness, you did not believe him. But tax collectors and prostitutes did. Yet even when you saw th that, you did not later change your mind and believe in him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Okay. By turning from wickedness, a wicked person shall preserve his life. Thus says the Lord, you say the Lord is not fair. Hear now, house of Israel, is it my way that is unfair, or rather are not your ways unfair? So, you're going to have to forgive me, I'm a little out of practice. <laughs> 
I haven't been doing this as much as uh, I should have been doing it, but you know, the summer months were hot and, uh, coming home from work after a long commute on the train, uh, can be, you know, you're exhausted, but it's so much easy to be bad. You know, you've heard the saying being bad is good. You know, bad to the bone, I'm bad, that song, I'm bad to the bone. Being evil is fun. I mean, our culture celebrates um, villains. We love the so-called anti-hero or the... uh, the one who sort of like doesn't play by the rules, plays by their own rules. We like <clears throat> being bad, you know? Uh, naughty is good. You've heard that line. Um, you see it. It's in sexual in the windows, sexual... Um, Characters, villains, they like, you know, we like them, we celebrate them. But there's a problem. We don't see the consequences of our actions. We don't see the consequences of being bad. We really don't, do we? We sort of like glance over it turn away from it. You know, we don't want to see the consequences of evil. In our culture, we call good evil and evil good. And we are paying the price for it. I mean, today, I think some of our actions actually make the uh, the Nazis blush. Especially now with uh, gender genital mutilation. We, we really are not a good society. We're bad. We now celebrate this thing with parents. And if the parents does not affirm the gender of their child, the parents are bad. We're passing laws where the state and the schools have more power over families, children of families, than the parents. The parents have no say. It's unrecognizable. Ten years ago, we would never have, I, I would never have dreamed this is happening. None of us would ever dream that this is happening. We are an individual society. We celebrate the individual. We don't celebrate communities. We talk about communities, but communities means nothing. The truth is, we are destroyers of families. And we're destroyers of innocence. We destroy these things. We don't, we don't revere the elderly 
We give lip service. Lip service is a sacrament. Sexual perversion is a sacrament. Killing the child in the unborn is a sacrament. There's a thing I saw the other day. It was about the image of the Our Lady of Guadalupe. She's um, on the, the image of the Telma. Something that should have disintegrated centuries ago has miraculously been preserved. A miraculous image. During a, a mass service on the, the celebrated, the unborn, in, it turns out that the image of Our Lady Guadalupe is pregnant. She's, she's actually three months pregnant on the Tilma of Juan Diago. She's three months pregnant with the Christ. The stars are the constellation over Mexico that took place during the time when the miracle of Guadalupe happened. No one knows how the paint came on there, the image. There's not even, there's no animal or mineral products used. No, nothing. It's just miraculously on there. There's no sign of any earth tones or colors of any kind. During the mass, her womb started burning. It actually is caught on camera. And you can see the image of an unborn child of the of the of the of the of the child in her womb. You can see it. It's like a fiery bright image. This happened during the mass celebrating the unborn. It's it's just amazing that our faith our God, our, our, our the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, our triune God, would reveal such an amazing, I mean, that would have been an amazing thing to see. And yet, we celebrate the destruction of an individual. We celebrate the destruction of life. We celebrate that. We think that That, unbo- that the unborn is an oppressive thing. That giving birth to babies is oppressive. That families are oppressive. That being born in your biological gender, your sex, is oppressive. What in the world is wrong with our society? What, what, has, what has become of our culture? It's like everything has been turned ugly. Everything is oppressive. Everything has turned rotten to the core. It's a struggle to be holy. It's a struggle to want to 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 pray. It's a struggle to live in our world. What has become of us? Why have we become so ugly? 
We need to pray more, to be more holy, to be more of a people that loves God. We need to love our neighbors. We need to want people to be healthy and holy. We need to change this. We need to change our society. And we as Catholics need to do it. People are more lonely. People are more mentally ill now. There's there's so much rottenness. Even our politicians are rotten. And it's reached the church. Our bishops don't seem to care anymore. They don't seem to have, they seem to have lost hope. They hold a position they don't even believe in anymore. Even a pope seems to have lost hope. We've, you know, the image of Christ is is lost. The sacredness. Paul is talking about putting on the image of Jesus Christ. Does anyone know what that means anymore? The Eucharist, the Holy Eucharist, is supposed to transform us. But nobody believes in the real presence anymore. We need to absorb all this. We need to take this all in and let it be real. We need to look at the reality behind it. Okay, so you want to go to a Latin Mass? Go to a Latin Mass. But remember, you have to put on Christ. Remember, it's all about Christ. It's not all about the ritual. Okay? It's not about the Latin. It's not about just uh, wearing the more uh, classic vestments. It's not about facing adorantum. It's about putting on Christ. It's about being, becoming holy. And bringing holiness back into the world. Making everything sacred again. It's about, Paul says it in the letter to the Philippians. Caring about other people. Loving one another as Christ has loved us. It's about following in his footsteps. The first son said, I don't want to do it. But then he examined himself. And thought better. And he went out and did his father's work in the vineyard. The second one said, I'll do it. But his words and his heart is empty. And did not examine himself. But then he decided, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to do whatever I want to do. And I'm going to do it because it feels good. And I'm going to do it because it's wrong. And I'm going to do it and not care what you think. So John the Baptist came and John the Baptist didn't care what the rest of the world thought. He didn't didn't care what high society thought of him. He went out there and he preached to people and he brought Christ to those who need it. He called people to repentance He told people to change their ways. He told people to bring themselves down from the high mountain. And those who were low, who thought that they didn't mean anything, to stick their heads up 
and listen to God. And those who walk the crooked ways start walking the straight way. The Pharisees and the, the Sadducees and the high priest look down at repentance. Just like our priests today, now they think that Christ is too difficult. Let's, let's come up with a new Christ. Let's come up with a Christ that's a, uh, of, of many rainbows. Let's come up with a Christ who is, who is not judgmental, who doesn't talk about sin, who doesn't talk about repentance, who doesn't talk about heaven and hell. Let's talk about a Christ that of accompaniment, empty accompaniment. That says what he doesn't mean and, and doesn't mean what he says. Let's talk about a, a, a Jesus that is just, you know, effeminate and castrated. That's what the bishops of Germany are doing. You think those people even care? No. They don't care. Nobody cares. They only care that you don't, that there's no more preaching. They only care that you don't preach the truth anymore. They don't care about Christ. They don't care about repentance. They're going to they're gonna go and watch their porn and they're going to sodomize their kids and they're going to, to, to laugh and not care. And they're not going to bother to come the following Sunday. As soon as they realize they've done what they had to do, the church will become empty and meaningless. And that's exactly what they want. That's exactly what they want. And the bishops, well, what do they care? They got their bank account. Here, they're selling off parishes to pay off uh, sex abuse. They've given up on the future. They've given up on the future. The truth is, here in New York City, it's done with. The city's done. It's finished. This is where abortion began. This is where it all began. It began before it was legalized. This is where it all began. And look at the stores are shutting down, right? Uh, the rich don't seem to, they're not bothered. They'll have stuff delivered to them. They have fresh direct. They'll still get their lattes and everything. But the rest of the people who are common working class people, you know, I hate to say it, but it's going to get harder for us. It's going to get harder. We have to start praying our rosary. We have to start taking the faith seriously. Or else there are not all the parishes are going to be gone. They're all going to be gone. And our neighborhoods are going to be worth nothing. I just heard that our dear Mayor Eric Adams and the police captain and police commissioner just got inducted into the Free Masonic Lodge. Yeah. Yeah, just got inducted into the Free Masonic Lodge. What does that mean? Well... I don't know if he knows what it means anything. 
I mean, you know, someone said he just likes to play play dress up. Does he care? I don't think he cares. Will he believe what you t uh, tell him about the Freemasons? He doesn't care. He doesn't care. No one else is going to care, really. New York City? New York is not a very friendly place. It's not a friendly city. It's not a... Um, it's a very selfish place with selfish people. Okay? That's all it is. But... There has to be people who care about the word of God. Who has to care, there has to be people who care about the gospel. Even in a selfish city, there are still our Christians. There are still good Catholics. We have to stop praying the rosary. We have to start praying for God to, to perform miracles. We need a good bishop. We need good priests in New York. We have to pray for it. And we have to start supporting them. We have to start supporting them and caring about them. Or else God is not going to give us his blessings. We have to ask God for this. We need this. So I know it doesn't sound like a very happy message. But. We have to put on the Lord Jesus Christ. We have to put on the mind of Christ. We have to pick up our cross and move forward. And we have to willingly make sacrifices in order that souls may be saved. Because that's what we need. We have to start saving souls. We have to start asking God to give us good bishops, good priests, good parishes. Or else the city's lost and we're in trouble. All right, that's about it. I'll see you next time. Okay, let's say three Hail Marys for faith, hope, and love. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God. Pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was, is now, and it always will be, one God forever and ever. Amen. St. Michael, Archangel of God, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wild and wicked attacks of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And now, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the divine power of God, cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits who prowl the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. 
sacred heart of Jesus, we place our trust in you. Sacred heart of Jesus, we place our trust in you. Sacred heart of Jesus, we place our trust in you. Sacred uh, Immaculate Heart of Mary, pray for us. Immaculate Heart of Mary, pray for us. Immaculate Heart of Mary, pray for us. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made, for us men and for our salvation. He came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day. He, in accordance with the scriptures, he ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Okay, everyone, God bless, and I'll see you again soon. Amen.